0: Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. You may have heard of the legendary microchip conspiracy, where the end game is for everyone to get chipped, like cattle. Some of it stemmed from the rise in technology over the decades, and people fearing that emerging tech could encroach into their lives. I think this conspiracy has been around for a few decades now because I remember hearing about it in the 90s and I was a kid. This conspiracy has obviously just been a conspiracy for a while, so it's generally been ignored by most people. The microchip theory has been a long-running joke mainly mentioned in the mainstream when poking fun at conspiracy theorists. I also remember this being a joke that was made in some of the cartoons I watched, so they even wanted kids to think it was a stupid idea. However, this may not be a harmless joke any longer. Newsweek.com reported, quote, The wider trend of inserting under-the-skin microchips containing personal information has developed over the past few years, gaining popularity in Sweden. People there began using the chips to gain access to their homes, offices, gyms, and more without the use of handheld keys," end quote. Well, the Swedes have been very much ahead of the curve with a lot of this kind of technology. In 2018, Sweden had what was dubbed the microchip revolution as thousands of citizens attended implant parties. I'm not kidding, that's what they're called. Implant parties are held across the small country for people eager to get chipped, so after you get chipped at one of these parties, everyone congratulates you and tells you how awesome it's going to be to just use your hand for everything. I'm going to be honest, I just can't ever see myself wanting to insert anything in me to make my life supposedly easier. It all starts off being so convenient and innocent, you know, just making your life easier. Then before you know it, you're being tracked. I've got my tinfoil hat on again for this episode, guys. These things always start off so unassuming. Al Jazeera went to Sweden in 2019 to cover what was happening at the time. They spoke to Swedes about their stance on microchips and I'll just play you some of that clip. The
1: most cutting edge thing about Hannes Hörblad isn't the phone in his hand, it's the microchip actually in his hand. The tiny implant is the latest advance in a biohacking technology that is steadily becoming a part of normal life in Sweden. We have created a new implant which is not a chip, it's a full device where you can add different lights, different uh, vibration, different functions. Sweden is a very tech literate society and I think this is the main explanation really why a lot of Swedes are uh, adopting chip implants. Swedes haven't been shy about upgrading themselves with the new version. Thousands already have microchip implants that they use in their daily lives, waving their hand to gain entrance to the gym, confirm their ID or make payments. A short moment of pain not putting them off becoming part Swede, part machine. This event is an implant party, simply where ordinary people can show up and get a microchip embedded under their skin. The biohacking movement in Sweden is hosting them all over Europe but it's at home where they get the most willing recipients.
0: I think it's really cool. You don't have to carry any keys or anything. It's just your body. In maybe 10 years, everything would be in your hand.
1: In Sweden, more than anywhere else, the future is already here. The national train company Essie has around 2,600 people signed up to use microchips instead of train tickets. Did you see that? And no need to mind the generation gap. 18-year-old Felicia and Father Magnus still bear the scars of their new implants. Student Hannah Herving is also freshly chipped and now just needs to program it to open doors. Although importantly for a future career, it does already connect to her LinkedIn.
0: Some people say I'm mad, that um, I don't know if it's safe and all that. But people have been putting these chips into animals for 20 years, so I'm not worried about that.
1: The long-term goal is for the new chips to help provide medical care in remote communities. They're already getting under the skin of the Swedes and may soon become just another normal part of modern life and of the human body. Paul (laughs) Rees, Al Jazeera, Lund, Sweden. Sweden has
0: also basically gotten rid of cash and their society has been running as cashless for a number of years. Many people there are welcoming of technological advances such as this. They go as far as referring to themselves as cyborgs because they believe they are a superior upgraded human with the ship. As Hannah said in the video clip I played you, these things have been inserted into animals for the last two decades or more. She used that as an example that these chips are safe. I definitely believe they are physically safe to insert into your body, but the question is, how far are we willing to go for convenience? I say that because now, when Hannah goes to networking events, she just swipes her hand somewhere and her LinkedIn shows up for everyone to see. So what happens to communication and conversations? If we're all just sharing our info via the chips in our hands, Are we not essentially killing off an aspect of human interaction? Just my thoughts on that angle. It's a bit creepy. Quantum Tech HD goes into more detail. Quote, They also can be used to store emergency contact details, social media profiles or e-tickets for events and rail journeys within Sweden. How? Around the size of a grain of rice, the chip sits comfortably under your skin. Just above each user's thumb, using a syringe similar to that used for giving vaccinations. The procedure costs about $180. More than 4,000 Swedes have adopted the technology, with one company, Biohacks International, dominating the market. The shipping firm was founded five years ago by Johan Osterland. He was a former professional body piercer, so his knowledge and experience were perfect for this project. End quote. Okay, so I did not know the chips were inserted via syringe until researching this episode. You can't tell conspiracy theorists this, they'll have a field day. I decided to check out this biohacks international website, but at the moment it doesn't look like they have their own official website, it seems like some other sort of company is hosting them or they're just using a space. Biohacks is currently the leading company who have been dominating the chipping scene, if you will. Looking through the site, which is kind of bare, it just seems like they appeal to lazy people. I know the main selling point is convenience and not having to carry around so much, but why? How does that optimise your life? As in, really optimise? It just puts everything on a chip, so it makes you totally reliant on that, which I personally don't think is good for the human brain. I like physically keeping track of my items and seeing them in the palm of my hands or in my bag before I leave my home. I also don't want to make every facet of my life connected to a chip that's been inserted into my hand via a syringe but that's just me. Maybe most people would love just walking out of the house with nothing except their chipped hand. I also think it's quite dangerous because from what I've seen so far, there doesn't seem to be any password protection features, like all our mobiles have. In a way, you're even more exposed with this in your hand. What about hacking in the future or viruses, as in digital viruses? There's a lot of bad that could come with this too. And I'm just saying that because technology is always used in nefarious ways. However, I'm not gonna be totally biased as there can be some benefits to getting a microchip. In 2016, FreeCodeCamp.com lists some interesting perks which have made me think. Quote, no more body mix-ups. Unfortunately, about 28,000 babies get mixed up in hospitals every year, ultimately leaving with the wrong parents. On the other end of the spectrum, bodies occasionally get mixed up at funeral homes as well, making for some very awkward situations. A chip implanted at birth completely negates less capable person's inability to identify themselves. Infant and elderly safety. It's not uncommon for elders to escape from rest homes. More than 2,000 kids are kidnapped in the U.S. each day, amounting to over 800,000 kidnapped children per year. Between 1.6 to 2.8 million youth run away from home each year. Being able to track anyone, that gives you permission to do so of course, at any time means peace of mind for millions of parents and caregivers across the country. Child Abductions Brazilian millionaires are already chipping their kids to four kidnappers and other nations will follow. The first three to four hours are the most critical in the event of an abduction, with nearly 74% of abductions resulting in murder happening within that time frame. A study by Future Foundation shows that 75% of British parents would buy a device that kept track of their child's location." My mum would probably have tracked us if she could. 75% wanting to track their kids is kind of wild though. Also I did not know so many babies get mixed up in hospitals, maybe because it's something that just isn't spoken about but if I ever do give birth it will not be in a hospital because that's super disturbing. They also mention chipping people with their consent, but babies can't give consent because they can't talk, and children of a certain age can't really grasp the concept of a microchip yet. People can obviously choose to chip their children if they want to, because as a parent, you get to choose how to raise your kids. But what if the kid turns around and says they don't want the chip? What if they want it removed? I know this technology could be amazing in regards to keeping vulnerable people safe, but something just doesn't feel right about tracking another human being in the name of safety. Every human is entitled to privacy in a world that's slowly diminishing it. Furthermore, when an organization or group says they need you to do something for your own safety, it's usually about more than safety, it's usually a gateway to control. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, Aldous Huxley, H.G. Wells, and others wrote about scientific dictatorships in their books, where society could be ruled by an elite or a scientific dictatorship. In a way, these authors were so ahead of their time, and I've spoken about some of the books they have left us, like Brave New World and 1984, which seem to mirror our present days more and more. Our world has become a matrix where people are under the influence of highly sophisticated mind control, implemented by technologies that we don't even know exist. And over some episodes, I've mentioned technologies that you probably didn't know existed, which are currently being used in secret by government agencies. In December of 2021, so this is as current as you can get, DARPA, which is the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, announced that they had created a microchip that can detect viruses. Quote, DARPA is working on creating an implantable microchip that could monitor the human body for signs of the coronavirus. DARPA wants to take pandemics off the table. COVID-19 has infected more than 250,000 US Defense Department personnel and their dependents around the world. Tissue chip development is one of the rapidly growing areas in biomedical sciences. On the 60 minute show, retired US Colonel Matthew Hepburn an army infectious disease physician, heading up DARPA's response to the pandemic, held up a vial of green tissue-like gel, which contained the chip. On the show, Hepburn said, That tiny green thing in there, you put it underneath your skin. And what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you are going to have symptoms tomorrow. It's like a check engine light, Hepburn added. End quote. Yeah, they're just working on chips to prevent viruses because of the pandemic, which sounds very much like BS. I'm sure they have been working on these tissue-like chips way before we had a so-called pandemic. However, the selling point again is your health because what everyone has quickly realised, especially with this pandemic, is that holding people's health over them is an easy way to control them. We live in a very health-conscious world and everyone is scared of their own shadow. They're washing their hands with hand gel every five seconds, which basically gets rid of the good bacteria you have and makes you more prone to being sick, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. As I was saying, we live in a very health-conscious world and every other person is a germaphobe and a hypochondriac, which then influences people's decision-making heavily because their fear puts them in a vulnerable mental state. As we can see today, many people are being taken advantage of and being manipulated through fear. So why not persuade people that they need a chip inserted in them to stay on top of their health? Well, as you know, there are health passports now. Some have already launched in certain parts of the world, and you can't enter any business without it. How about if your microchip had your COVID passport details included? So convenient, right? Exactly a week ago, medicalexpress.com reported the following. Quote, a Swedish tech startup says its device could be customized to display people's COVID-19 vaccination records, according to a video the South China Post posted Friday on Twitter. Epicenter, based in Stockholm, says anyone who opts for microchip implantation can later change their minds and have the device removed. Right now, it's very convenient to have a COVID passport always accessible on your implant, Hans Jobald, Epicenter's Chief Disruption Officer, says in the video. End quote. As you can see, the conspiracy has come full circle. Well, almost. Which is funny because when this came out last week, a lot of sceptics were some of the first people to mention that this is a very old conspiracy theory that suddenly feels like it's coming to life. Another group that have been feeling vindicated during these times are Christians, the ones that actually read their Bible and that's due to the book of Revelations, which is considered to be the final book of the New Testament and the final book of the Christian Bible. In this chapter, there are a few verses that have probably been quoted a million and one times since 2020. And this is because of the striking similarities of what's happening in our time and what these verses were predicting. So without further ado, let me just pull up those verses. Quote, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand, or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him hath understanding. Count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred three score and six. End quote. Never thought I'd be quoting the Bible in an episode, but if it's relevant, I'll quote it. For anyone that doesn't understand old speak, six hundred three score and six is basically six six six, and six 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 is supposed to be the number of the devil, and I guess it represents evil overall. What is interesting about these verses are they mention something that's put in your body or on your body, specifically the right hand or forehead, and you can't buy or sell without it. Currently, that sounds like the health pass is being pushed heavily across Europe, but I could see how it could also sound like a microchip or even a vaccine. That's something I just wanted to share with you guys, especially if you aren't familiar with the Bible. You've probably heard of this if you are. I don't subscribe to any Abrahamic religion, but I will say the Bible may be one of the only books that have some truths in there, depending on what chapters you're reading. It's probably why they're coming after Christianity so hard, because there are other chapters that have been removed from the Bible and hidden, so I can only imagine what those chapters say. The rest of the religious texts are kinda bullshit, sorry not sorry. Like, Islam just seems like an extremely diluted and more sexist version of Christianity. Anyways, we're not bashing anyone's religion. Please practice and believe in what you like, because at the end of the day, that may be what gets you through this crazy life. Happy New Year's in advance to everyone, and may you continue being more curious and asking more questions. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid, or curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe, stay curious, for real.